if tonight you have your Bibles, I could probably just say tonight, take your Bibles, and I'll put the if in there because I'm just assuming that everybody's got their Bible. I mean, who would go to war without their weapon? Now, if you would stand with me, please, now that you got it, where did I tell you to turn to? Oh, I didn't. Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to read a few, two or three verses there. Then we'll go over to another place to read in Luke. In chapter 10, look down about verse uh, oh, uh, 36. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise for yet a little while. And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now you ought to underline this verse in your Bible and memorize it this week. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man, and you could put woman or child in there as well, draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. I turn over to Luke 9, and we'll read a verse or two of Scripture there, and then we'll go home here in the next hour. Luke 9, verse 57, we'll begin reading there. It came to pass, as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. He said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Now let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. I think he's talking that the dead there, those that are dead in sins and trespasses. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. Now you need to underline this verse here. Memorize it this week. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, bow with me, please. Father, I thank you that we can be able to stand here tonight and be able to uh, understand and to hear what you said in the past to those that were following you. And Lord, help us tonight to, as children of yours, to be able to comprehend and to understand uh, your word in a more full uh, uh, way, that we may be pleasing to you. And Lord, that should be our desire tonight is to help us to stand fast in the faith and Help us, our Father, to continue to look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. And we want to thank you tonight for your Son. We want to thank you tonight that you gave 
the Lord Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins and, and our iniquities. Now, Father, help us to be followers of you, and we'll thank you for all that you do here tonight. In Jesus' name we do ask it. Amen. And you may be seated. Just an interesting note there that uh, you will notice that no name was given to those uh, three men that uh, were tested about uh, following the Lord. I want to talk more about discipleship uh, here, this dealing here with discipleship and not salvation. Now, uh, I, uh, this week, uh, had a pastor to call and wanted to know if we have been having many missionaries to come off the field. Said that they had had several this year to come off the field and uh, and that uh, there seemingly that uh, there was uh, uh, not a whole lot of uh, younger ones uh, applying to go to the field. And I got to thinking uh, tonight of... Uh, as we had uh, uh, been uh, studying in the book of Romans, and we come down to the last chapter, and uh, there were some folks named in that uh, chapter that wasn't named here. Uh, and uh, I, I think it pays to be a disciple. I think it pays to be one who doesn't quit serving God. I think you will find all across the country today that there is, and we know this, we talk about the falling away, we talk about people uh, quitting, going to church, quitting, uh, serving God. But I, I was thinking about here, three guys that were tested for their faith, and, and all three of them pretty well failed the course. But I go over into the last chapter of Romans, and Paul writing, and he list some names there that I wonder how many times today that those names have been called. And uh, they were, I think, because they got recognition because that they stayed faithful in serving God. I think that there is a reward uh, to be given for those who stay faithful to, to the Lord. Now, into, into that, uh, you had uh, in Romans 16, a girl by the name of Phoebe. Well, uh, everybody probably has heard about Phoebe, haven't they? If you've been going to church very long, uh, somebody somewhere has said something about Phoebe. Now, Phoebe, you find was she said, the boss said of her that she was a servant. Would you like that to be said of you one day? That Todd and Francie were servants. Uh, she, he said that uh, she uh, uh, helped her, said she is a, a helper to many uh, and uh, of myself also. This lady had been a helper in the church there at Corinth. Now also he makes mention, and I'll just a couple of here more, that uh, there's a lot of names in there. You get a chance, you ought to read the 16th chapter of Romans and just to make note of those names that have been mentioned. And he talked about a, a Priscilla and Aquila. He had got acquainted with them and he said, uh, they are my helpers. 
He said, I give thanks also for all the the." that the churches of the Gentiles, that they have helped as well. Aquila and Priscilla, names. May not mean a whole lot to you today in that. Hey, these folks uh, have not died. They didn't go on. They're only about 30 years uh, since uh, the, uh, uh, the death of Christ. We're somewhere in the, in the, in the year of 58 AD uh, and uh, uh, these uh, folks have been serving God. They've gone through a whole, whole lot. And I get to, to thinking into that uh, here that uh, uh, Jesus is uh, talking to uh, these folks here. And, and the Lord knows what is taking place uh, down, down the road. He knows what's going to come upon the city of, uh, uh, of Jerusalem. Uh, he into that, and he given opportunities for these folks uh, uh, to uh, to serve him and to be a disciple. Uh, into that, and and you find here that uh, uh, he uh, gives one the first one there. He said, uh, uh, "A certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow you." Uh, he said, "Wherever you go, I'm going to go with you." I've heard that the comment made over the years uh, so many times. Uh, I'm going to follow, Lord, appreciate you can just uh, uh, count it up. I'm going to be a, a faithful servant to God because God had maybe delivered them from something and maybe that uh, they had a, a, a had a, uh, looking uh, back uh, that uh, they uh, had been, uh, God had delivered them from uh, some, some sickness or financial problems or whatever. And, and they said, I'm, I want to, uh, I'm sure going to follow the Lord now. And uh, as uh, you find here that uh, uh, Jesus said, foxes have uh, 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 holes, and uh, that's where you get to your foxholes in the, in the military, uh, and birds uh, have, uh, of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. Now he knows that down the road, a few uh, months of years, he's going to uh, uh, he's going to die. He's going to lay his life down. He's going to give his life up. Uh, but he come to his own, and his own we know received him not. He's trying to get to these uh, here folks to uh, to follow him and to tell the others uh, the, and to evangelize the cities. And Jesus said into that uh, uh, here, but uh, you. Uh, uh, the Son of Man had not. Now, this guy did not take in consideration the cost of what it takes to follow in the Lord. Now, whether you go, Lord, I'm going to go. Well, that's a Peter made that comment too, didn't he? Peter said, uh, Well, I'll, I'll die with you. Jesus said, Peter, before the cock curls twice, you're going to die me. We know that uh, Peter uh, fulfilled what the Lord said he was going to do. But we know also that Peter uh, went, uh, wept bitterly and repented and got back into the service of God. A lot of folks uh, have uh, been uh, started out, have been serving God for a little while. They get out, they quit, and then you find that... Uh, uh, they, uh, they, some way or somehow, uh, whatever the Holy Spirit deals with their lives, they get back into fellowship with God and they get back to serving the Lord. Peter, one of the Lord's disciples, uh, did that. He got out, but he got back in. And uh, he went on to become a great voice for the Lord. Now, in that, uh, you, you find uh, that uh, 
uh, here in this uh, first test, the second test, uh, the guy said, uh, he said to another, follow me. And he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and to, uh, uh, to bury uh, my father. Now here again, the, uh, Jesus uh, 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 requires first place. Uh, into that, he said, here, uh, suffer me. This guy said, let me first. Now listen, uh, uh, God requires first of our life. Uh, this guy wanted to put the Lord uh, uh, on the back burner. I'll do it when it's convenient. And this is where so many Christians are at tonight. When it's convenient for me, uh, I will do something for you, Lord. Today it's convenient, isn't it? What about when it's not convenient? Will you still serve God when it's not convenient? Over the 50 years of my, as a Christian, I've hit a lot of con, uh, inconvenient times. Over the years into that, from the time that I have been 25 till I'm now today, I have stayed into the service of God. There has been times that, I, that uh, uh, you want to quit. There's been times that uh, you have uh, felt uh, that, boy, uh, uh, the hardships, you have felt uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the draw of the devil, uh, and you find that there are so many other obstacles that uh, you encounter over the years. Now, these folks here, uh, they did not realize, and as folks today, we try to get people to serve God. We try to get people to, to follow the Lord. They did not understand that in just in a few years, something was going to take place. They did not understand that in just about 10 years, something drastically was going to happen in Jerusalem. Now, most of you probably know what it was. In about 10, 10 years or less, Titus is going to come through and that beautiful temple that they go to and to be able to give their offerings and to be able to take their sacrifices and, and to be able to observe the Passover and the feast and the, the, the trumpets and, and all of this is about to come to a halt. And could I say to you and I tonight, take note. Take note. We keep hollering, we keep preaching, we keep saying into that uh, the days are coming that the Lord is going to call us out. And so these people here, they had the opportunity to be a disciple of God. They had an opportunity to receive him. They had an opportunity to be uh, able to have at the judgment seat of Christ something. But they wanted to do it their way. And so many people today, and they say, but even with you, you want to do it your way. I'll serve God the way that I want to serve God, and I'll deal with that here just in a few minutes. But uh, here, uh, he said to this guy here, he said, uh, 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 follow me. And he said, uh, Jesus said to him, uh, let the dead bury You go and preach the kingdom of God. He said, you go and tell others about the kingdom of God. Tell them that, uh, that the Messiah has come. And he said, well, I got, to, I got some things, I got things at home I got to do first. Now, let me say to you, you got to you be careful that you don't put some things before the Lord. Family comes oftentimes in the life of most of us will become before the Lord. Now, to be a disciple, are you willing to die to your family? 
I'm not saying that you don't fellowship with your family, that you don't visit your family, but when he comes down to them or the Lord who is first. I had and over when the Lord dealt with me about preaching. I didn't want to preach. My goodness, I failed public speaking in high school. I couldn't even make a report in, in high school. You say, well, you still haven't improved any. But uh, uh, I Moody, uh, Moody accounted so many grammatical errors in your speech tonight. And uh, he stuck his tongue out and said, I'm using this for the Lord. What are you using yours for? Uh, first a year in Bible college, I had an English class and uh, Miss Walton, bless her heart, was a, a wonderful uh, uh, a Christian lady. She was the English teacher, very well known and very smart in the language. But she said, uh, Mr. Muncy, she said, uh, you'll never be able to speak good English. You're too far gone. And uh, she was a prophet. And that, uh, I was told the same thing about singing, that uh, uh, I'd never be able to sing because I couldn't hear the notes of that. But uh, you can let people discourage you to not to do something, sure. can't you? If I had to depend upon somebody bragging on me for me to do something, I'd never do nothing because nobody ever brags on me. Uh, that uh, I, I have never been uh, what you would call a, a good Christian. I've never been what you would call a good preacher. I've never been what you would call a, a, a good singer, but I, uh, I have come to where that now that my singing is probably the, very good. Uh, but what I'm saying tonight is into that, it being a disciple of God, where are you at? What if you was in the place of this guy here and the Lord said to you, Joshua, uh, here you uh, follow me. I'll get to my message here in a minute. Follow me. And Josh said, I can't. I've got to go with mommy. Mommy is going shopping. I want to go shopping. Oh, that's where some of you was at Saturday probably. That's uh, probably where some of you was at when you should have been out maybe visiting, knocking on some doors. Uh, you had something else going on? I'm just, I just picking on Josh here because uh, uh, he needs to be picked on. Uh and uh, but what I'm saying is, is uh, what is first in your life as a disciple for God? Do you want to be a disciple? A disciple is a disciplined one. A disciple is one that is going to follow God, not only today, not only next week. You can mark it down that next year, Jimmy will be here. If he's still alive, he'll be in, 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 the, in, in church. You can bet that, that here, that Todd and Francie in, in a year, next year, they'll be in church. Why? They have proven themselves as disciples for the Lord. They're going to follow the Lord. And what did he say? It ought to be to you. It ought to be Paul and writing back here to the church here at, uh, 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 to, to the people at Rome begins to, uh, uh, to talk about these people. Uh, uh, Priscilla, Phoebe, uh, uh, Aquila. He knew these people were going to stay steadfast in the, in the work of the Lord. And so I say to you, and I, and I get to that third test here, and then that he said, that, uh, and another one said, uh, Lord, uh, verse 61, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are, are at home at my house. I got company. Uh, how many times have we said we can't go to church because uh, I got company? I, in, in, 
in my uh, Christian life, my family wouldn't come visit me. I moved to Winchester. My sisters or my brothers, uh, uh, people come, they wouldn't come to my house. Why? Well, one is I didn't allow them to smoke. All of them at that time smoked. I didn't allow them to drink beer. And all of them, they like to drink beer. I didn't let them gamble. Now, these are all things we used to do before I got saved. I used to drink. I used to smoke. We used to play cards and play poker. But when I got saved, I said, I'm not going to have that in my house. And they told me, well, if I can't come and smoke, I'm not coming. And they didn't. Now, my sister, they, they was good, faithful Christian people going to church. They go to their house. There was no resistance there. They could smoke. Uh, they could, if they wanted to drink, they could drink. If they wanted to get in and play a little poker, they could do that. They didn't have the convictions that I had. Did that make me a better Christian? That well, probably not. But uh, that the thing is, I got to lead most of them to the Lord, though. Now, what am I saying in here? Here, he said that uh, Jesus said to him, No man having put, look at the verse there, his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. Now, he didn't say he wasn't in the kingdom of God, he said he wasn't fit for the kingdom of God. Now, that's how we think about people, uh, Christian people, to how they do the Lord. Bless God, you'll go out here uh, on the streets uh, here at Winchester tonight, and you see people that uh, profess to be saved, profess to be a Christian, and they may be, I don't know. But isn't that the way that you're acting, the way that you're living, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. No man putting his hand to the plow going forward and looking back is fit. And we did that about the, the, the ladies uh, that uh, uh, in the van. You got a van, don't you? You got two boys in there. Uh, 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 them boys get to squabbling and fighting and uh, Nicole looks looking back at them boys and runs off the road and hits a pole. Uh, looking back. You want to be careful into that. Uh, uh, if, you, if you've done any plowing, you're looking back, uh, you, you plow crooked row. Right. As a child of God tonight, and as into that, I've been born again, I've been washed in the blood, I've been, my name is in the Lamb's book of life, and bless God, I'm to go forward. I don't have time to go backward. Right. Uh, and into that, uh, you find here that looking back, live, living, uh, lingering, you'll lose the joy in your Christianity. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 says, Brethren, lay aside the sin and the weights that so be easy, that so easily beset you, and let us run the race. Folks, I'm saying into this here in trying to get you to be mindful that the importance of being a disciple of Jesus Christ is because there is something on the horizon that is coming, and that if you are not found faithful, you're going to lose out. Now, you're not going to maybe lose out going to heaven, but boy, you'll lose out on rewards. Every one of you that profess faith in Christ Jesus that one day you got to stand at the judgment seat of Christ. We warn you that the, uh, that the trump is going to sound. We warn you that soon uh, that the, God, the Lord is going to take us out and you ought to be ready. You ought to be living your life to word that you are following the Lord and that you're a disciple of God. They did not understand that in 10 years that uh, their life is going to be changed. In 10 years uh, that they were not going to have that opportunity to worship God like they've been worshiping God. They're not going to have that opportunity to follow the Lord like they had the opportunity to. 
In, the, in 10 years, the Jerusalem is going to be overrun. The temple is going to be destroyed. Uh, their Passover is no longer in operation. And could I say to you today that there comes a day that word that you are not going to be able to do some things that uh, you uh, would maybe would like to do. Now, you get to, when you get my age, we're on borrowed time. We're on that. Uh, uh, I've got seven, I'm uh, seven years over on overtime right now. Uh, that and so, uh, Billy, you're on overtime too, and we're drawing good dividends, uh, staying faithful to God. Our bank accounts are growing on that, and I show you that. And so, uh, into that, uh, uh, you find uh, Israel uh, wanted to go back into Egypt. People that wanted to go back. Uh, you find that there is a world of people that have started out as a child, a Christian life, and uh, they got to looking back. And they got to looking back where they had come from. They got to looking back at that old crowd. Uh, they got to looking back at that to, at to where that they got their, uh, their, their dope, got their liquor, got their th things that, uh, that they enjoyed to the flesh. And they got to it back out into that old lifestyle again. Could I say to you tonight, you hear into that, that if you keep looking back, you'll go back. Yes, you keep lingering back here, you're going to go on back there. And can I say to you, you keep focus of going forward into your Christian life and allowing God to grow and to develop and to you to be spiritually filled with the Holy Spirit of God to where that you be able to resist the devil when he throws some things at you. Lot and his wife. Angel told him, get on out. We're going to destroy this city. Now get him, get him, get out. And so Lot, uh, he goes up to, and says, uh, honey, Lot, come on, let's get out of here. God's going to destroy this. She believed him for a little while. They got out of the city, and you know the story, but she got to looking back. And this is what I'm preaching all night, looking back. After you have put your hand, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. If you, as a child of God, you keep looking back and going back. Uh, that uh, you start out into to serving God in a capacity, then you ought to stay serving God. Until God calls you to something else, stay where you're at. So Lot lost his wife. And he lost more than that. Uh, you take the, that uh, 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 Ruth and Orpha, the daughter-in-laws of Naomi. And uh, you find that Orpha... She kissed Naomi goodbye and went back to her God and her people. Ruth, on the other hand, said, I'm going to go with you. I'm going forward. I'm going to take your God and I'm going to take your people and I'm going to die with you. And can I say to us tonight uh, that uh, you, too many people are going back. In the book of John, many of his disciples turned back. And I say to you, don't uh, turn back and live in the presence. Uh, turn loose of the past. Amen. Uh, looking back will rob you of today's joy. Now, it looks uh, good. And keep in mind what we read in Hebrews. The just shall live by what? And uh, you, can, uh, uh, you can't... Uh, uh, you uh, plow straight uh, uh, line without uh, looking backward. You got to go forward. Go forward. 
And that uh, now look uh, look back to the sins that have been forgiven. The devil will run you back to to your past sins, and uh, you will get to, into that to where that uh, you will get your eyes off God. Uh, you'll get to, your faith gets weak. Uh, you'll get to where that uh, you will. Uh, not be able to uh, worship and to serve and you get to where that the devil uh, will cause you to start uh, uh, look, uh, leaving the Lord out of your life. Past sins is, a detri is detrimental to so many. Can you keep in mind that your sins have been forgiven? Can you keep in mind that they've been put on the blood? They've taken it forward as the east as to the west. Could it keep you in mind into that? Don't keep going back to the past and dragging up uh, your past and uh, into, into that and uh, feeling uh, sorry for yourself. It's over. It's done. Keep going forward. Paul said, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in God. The devil will remind you of those sins. But can I say to you, the blood washes them away. The saints, your slate's clean. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember my sins anymore. They're gone. Uh, burn those bridges behind you. Don't look back at your defeats. We all, everybody has suffered defeat uh, on, in, in your life of some sort. A lot of them have fallen down. Get up. Uh, you take it into that uh, Peter we mentioned. Thomas. Uh, we mentioned John Mark uh, was a young man uh, that failed uh, but got back up. Uh, and uh, God used him greatly. Uh, everybody has suffered some things. Uh, you ever uh, uh, fall off? You ever have a bike wreck? What do you do when you fall off and you have a bike wreck? Well, you get up, don't you? Uh, you ever into that? Uh, everybody ever have a, uh, an accident driving a car? About everybody in here probably that driven for any time you had an accident, but do you don't quit driving, do you? And so the same thing into that is uh, that you ladies are cooking. Have you ever cooked a bad uh, 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 meal? <laughs> you haven't quit cooking because one cake turned out bad, have you? No, you keep cooking. And could I say to you in your Christian life, you're going to have some things that's not going the way that you would like for them to go. But hey, don't go back into that here and get back into looking back here to, uh, to some things that is going to distract you from serving and living for God. Now, I've got about another hour. We'll get through here. In looking back, and going back, now let me ask you this. To whom shall we go with our sins back? Uh, look at Luke 13 while you have your Bibles up there. Verse 24. <clears throat> Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut to the door, and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence you are. Then shall you begin to say, we have eaten and drunk in thy presence and they have taught in, your, in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence you are. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. 
There shall be weeping, gnashing of teeth. You shall see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourself thrust out. And they shall come from the east. Now, down at the verse 30. And behold, there are lives which shall be first and there are first which shall be last. Now what say to you? Who are you going to go back with your sin to take your you know, to get your sins forgiven? Uh, we look back here, uh, looking back to the back, going back to the past. Where am I going? Who, who's going to take care of my sins back here? Am I you going to sin? Oh yeah, you're going to sin. How are you going to stay in fellowship with God if you don't get those sins forgiven, though? You cannot stay in fellowship with God if sin is reigning in your life and that you that are, have not got the victory over it. You cannot be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit of God. I don't care who you are, me or anyone else. That sin has to be uh, uh, repented of and asked forgiveness for and to be restored into the fellowship of the Holy Spirit of God to where that you can be spirit-led and to know the Holy Spirit of God when he's speaking to you. Well, you're there at Luke 13. Move on over to, to chapter 18. God rewards those that stay faithful to him. Verse 28, then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake. Who shall not, here's where I say we're building up, I mean we're getting, getting paid double time, Billy, uh, shall not receive a manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. Uh, God has a, a reward system set up uh, to reward those who are, are, are faithful to him. And you, you think, well, I'm just uh, you know, going to church and, and uh, trying to keep my family to doing right and trying to live right. And, and does anybody notice that? Oh, yeah. God notices it. The world is not given to flip where you do. It's easy to look at, go down your street, on any street in, in town, and, and most of your neighbors are at home tonight. You say, well, you know, I, I could be enjoying some things too, but I go to, I've got to go to church. No, you don't have to go to church. You don't have to go. I have to go. I'm a, I'm a disciple of the Lord. I have to go. If I'm going to follow the Lord and be a disciple, I've got to go to church. You can do whatever you want to. That's between you and the Lord. I'm here to tell you that, the, that there is prosperity in serving God. I'm here to tell you that one day that you'll not regret uh, of giving your life to God and living for the Lord. I'm here to tell you that one day all of the, the things that uh, we see around us is going to come to a halt. Uh, that, and so could I say to you, uh, whom, uh, whom shall we go to get inner peace? You're going to go back? You're going to look back? And, and you're going to go back to the old life? Who are you going to go to that back there is going to give you the inner peace? Oh, you can get peace. But it's a false peace. It's not a peace that's going to last. The peace that passes the understanding of man only God can give. And that peace into that, uh, uh, look at uh, uh, verse 18 and uh, verse 35. And he came to pass that he was come nigh to Jericho and a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. 
And he hearing the multitudes pass by, he asked what it meant. They told him that Jesus of Nazareth passes by. Now here, he cried, said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now that guy had been sitting there for years. Nobody's been able to help him. And could I say to you, without Jesus Christ into your life, you're not going to be able to have any spiritual help from the world or from any other false cults and, 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 uh, and religion? He goes on into the, the Jesus said, what uh, wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive it. Now, why like this? And Jesus said unto him, receive thy sight, thy faith has saved thee. For by grace sorry, am I saved through faith, and that not of itself, it's a gift of God. Praise be unto God tonight that God's mercy and his grace is available to anyone that wants to reach out and to take it and into that and say, and knowing that I've been saved, I'm a child of God, I've got the victory, uh, in my life, I enjoy life. I wouldn't trade it with you at all, Mike Flynn. I wouldn't trade uh, with anyone sitting in here. I don't know. I know how bad mine is. I don't know. Yours might be worse. See, where am I going to go to get inner peace if I go back? Oh, you can get some temporary peace. But what are you going to do when you get down to that on that uh, bed and uh, nobody can help you? What are you going to do when uh, everything around you is going south? Uh, who am I going to go back to for full assurance and security? Uh, look at uh, Luke 12. I'll get through here in a minute, folks. I'm, uh, look at verse 22. And he said unto his disciples, now listen, unto who? Knows who he's talking to. Unto his disciples. Not to that one that's uh, uh, out here not followed him. Therefore I said to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, neither for your body, what you shall put on. The life is more than meat and the body is more than remnant. Consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap, uh, which neither have storehouse nor barn and God feedeth them. How much more are you better than the fowls? And look over there but, uh, here for uh, Verse 30 said, For all these things do the nation of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth what that you have need of these things. Uh, seek you the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, where are you going to get any, any better security and any, any, any better assurance than what God can give you? And God knows what your need is, and God will take care of you. I don't care. I and it, and I've said it uh, time after time uh, into over my 50 years of experience in church members that if a person ties and be faithful to God and giving and faithful to the God in service, you don't have to worry about that person ever coming and asking for help. Right. Other than me. God will take care of you if you'll take care of God. You give to God what he said, and, and I, I don't for the life of me uh, that uh, I, uh, uh, over the years, come up with faith promise, coming up here with the, the, the uh, 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 for missionaries and trying to you know, uh, uh, give money to, to get, help missionaries get to the field. That's a, that is a joy. Uh, that's an opportunity that God gives me uh, that to be able to get involved in trying to get the gospel to the world and in obedience to him. And boy, I tell you, if you don't get involved in faith, promise, and giving it to God and tithing, uh, something wrong with your Christianity. Get busy. Uh, that uh, God take care of your need. 
It's awful quiet when you get talking about something like that, doesn't it? I told the kid, this kid here today, they boy, they got, boy, I've got the, the, the wealthiest class in, in, in church. All the kids have got a job. Cecil, you got a job? Landon's got a job? Josh is going to get a job. And that, uh, uh, I don't know where Kylie's at, but I was borrowing money off of her there. She had money to loan this morning. Well, what am I saying into that? God it gives us the opportunity to do something for him that is a, a, a willingness. You don't have to do it. You do it because you love him. And so what to, who are you going to go back to when life's day closes? Luke 24. I could go to other verses, but I'm just staying in the book of Luke. Verse 50. And he led them out as far as to Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. Now here. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. All oh, could I say to you now, when the, when the dark days begin to uh, to close in, and uh, when life is is about over, what have you got to look forward to? Lorraine, she done for concern her. She done departed. Her body's laying there, heart ticking, but she's not there. She doesn't been able to see the things of glory that uh, she's heard about. But what about you? When it comes down to the, the end of life, where are you going to go back to to get anything better than uh, what God has to offer you? Heaven is my home. And the closer that you get to it, I see the light down at the end of the tunnel and into that uh, uh, my race is about over and uh, I've got so much excitement to building up within me to be able to see what God has for me and what uh, I'm missing out down here. It ain't gonna be, it's not going to be no uh, uh, worry about that. I'm looking forward to that day when God says, okay, Muncie, your day's uh, numbered, your day's time, your time has come. Come on. Where can I go back to get something that I can, what God has offered me here? Have you, can you find a better place than heaven? Go to go where the rich uh, where the uh, the rich man died and in hell lifted up his eyes. I don't want to go there. What does uh, the world have to offer you at the end of your life? Let me put you in a in a, in a box. But I'm saying to you and I tonight. If you put your hands to the plow and look back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. And I thank God for you here tonight. You're easy to preach to because most of you I don't have to worry about. Most of you are going to be here when the opportunity comes for you to be in God's house. Most of you desire to be a disciple. You want to follow the Lord. Most of you have been here tonight and professed faith in Jesus Christ. Oh, you get weary sometimes. You get tired sometimes. You want to quit a lot of times. You want to give it up. 
You know, sometimes uh, the devil will get in and get to mixing some things with you. And, and does it pay to run about to ride a bus? Does it pay to sit up here and listen to the uh, uh, the PA uh, have to keep people's voices going? But what I'm saying, most of you here tonight, your love for God is is going to stay. You're going to stay faithful. You come back in, in in a year's time. Most of you, if you're still alive, will still be here. If you're not moved out of country, those that have not yet grown to be a disciple are missing out on so much. And so many that have never received Christ as their Savior, they still lean in upon the world to take care of them. But as a child of God tonight, if you're not or that you're dedicated and sold out to God, get there. You'll never regret it. God will take care of you. And God will be able to give you a life that uh, will be rewarding through all eternity. He said, I give to you everlasting life. That life is not temporal for what you're doing tonight. What you're doing here tonight is not going unrecorded. Every one of you that's in here, and not only here, but elsewhere as well, everyone that is serving God on a Sunday night, uh, their uh, service is being recorded. And one day God says, okay, they was faithful tonight. And boy, I tell you, it's going to be amazing one day when you send it to judgment seat of Christ. And one of the things that I'll regret more than anything is to see what I could have had if I'd just been a little more faithful on that. God's good, folks. He's a wonderful Savior. And if you've not found that out, uh, then could I say to you, get in this book. That book has God's word in it that will restore you, it will strengthen you, and will give you the courage to go on. Let's stand.